jersey going here. Now we're rolling. Whenever y'all want. All right. All right, here we go. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Giants. Bob Popo along with Carl Banks and uh, Banksy, man. I know fans feel like this is a broken record here, but this team, um, despite all the injuries that they had in this game, my gosh, they had chances in this thing to really make it a game. And they, and they just squandered a zillion opportunities. Yeah. You know, um, my old coach, Bill Parcells used to always say, there's a path to victory. If you're willing to do the things uh, necessary to get there. And every team does have one. You know, we, we spoke with coach Charlie Weiss last week. <clears throat> he says team, every team has weaknesses. Every team has strengths. And uh, what you got to do is play to your strengths and limit your weaknesses. So we know that the Giants had a lot of weaknesses um, really early in the game. You know, when you lose Saquon Barkley, um, which was, a, you know, a key, and then your, your offensive line was, you know, holding the rope, but there wasn't a lot of time for Daniel Jones, and, and, and uh, especially coming off of his left side, um, you know, Soder was getting bullied, uh, but, you know, he knew where he had to escape coming into the game, and he did that. But, you know, guys that did not execute properly um, some of the things that were required of them. And then, Bob, you know, I it's a point of contention with me um, because it was a point of pride when I played, the tackling is awful. There's no way to sugarcoat it. Like, you know, you can say, uh, people will ask me and I'm getting it all over social media. Hey, is Graham putting them in the right defenses? I'm like, if you got a guy who has Zeke Elliott in the backfield and he misses a tackle, something was called right. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you miss him and he goes for 8, 12, 22. What's, you know, I I just, I don't understand it. And um, tackling is an individual commitment. Once you get in place and you know it's going to be a collision, not every guy goes down easy, but nobody goes down against this giant defense in the run game because they they cannot tackle across the board. Um, That really bothers me. You know, because there's no, there's no defense. There's no scheme. What have you told me over the years is that when you're playing, guys aren't playing well. It's like people keep asking for a scheme. There's no scheme that can get you out of a butt whooping. Yeah, you can't scheme your way out of an ass whooping. You just can't. And so um, that is the most disappointing. And then, I mean, you know, look. You got guys, and I wish um, we have to get our guy from Big Blue VCR to post a few of these. Like, you even have guys that are getting free runs down the line of scrimmage. Um, Ojalari, um Zoe Carter. You know, it's a typical, you've seen it from our team a thousand times. Most, you know, if it's LT or if it's me, if I'm blocked, not blocked on the backside, I'm sprinting down the line of scrimmage to knock the shit out of somebody, right? The running back doesn't see you. You haven't been accounted for. 
And it's like they sprint down there just to kind of put two-hand touch on them. If you can get two of those plays and you can just really lay it on a running back, maybe you're going to cause a fumble, by the way, but if you don't, you hit that guy from the blind side, number one, now the offensive line has to block it differently. That's one less guy they got in their run scheme because they got to account for you, which could help the other guys out on the other side of the line of scrimmage. But if you're running down that line of scrimmage and you're not in full sprint to hit that running back, you're not helping your defense. And then when you sprint down there, you don't lay that guy out. You don't get, get a good shot on him. Um, you're not helping your defense. What you want is to be running down that thing like a hot streak, right? And there's nobody accounting for you. You come flat and you sprint. Two of those, the offensive line coach is like, listen, we just lost two yards on a guy who was unblocked. We got to assign somebody to him. So now once they assign somebody to him, then the front side guys will have a better chance, whoever's getting double teamed. It's just, but it's just, it's the mindset that bothers me. And, you know, because I had so much on my mind after that game, I just tweeted one thing. And I said, I'm going to leave this alone. I said, Zeke Elliott's running for the pylon twice. He gets pushed. Mm. Take Crowder. Daniel Jones is running for the pylon. The Dallas Cowboys come with the intent of taking his head off, and they do. What's wrong with that? Like, if you're going to run and you're going to sprint over to hit the ball carrier, don't two-hand touch him. You need to hit the guy. Don't two-hand touch him like, well, I didn't know if I could keep him out of the end zone. I know one thing. You definitely wouldn't keep him out of the end zone when you're pushing him into it. <laughs> you gotta, you got to put your body on. You know, you've got to be able to leave your feet, especially in goal line situations. Leave your feet. Get airborne. Make a collision. You might be able to make him drop the ball. You might be able to save a touchdown. But that's an individual commitment. That's an individual commitment yeah and I, I i feel like you know with look take crowder was a nice story last year and i'm not singling out take crowder um he had the luxury of blake martinez every week right um but you know like those two plays it's like man go airborne throw something at elliot to knock him out of bounds not just knock him out of bounds, but make him hit the ground. You know, yeah. make him feel your presence. Instead, you're pushing him. One time he pushed him for like two extra yards inside yeah. the five. And then the next time he like tried to push him out, he actually pushed him into the end zone. It's like, I'd rather see a guy dive and throw his body out there with reckless abandon, trying to save a score and miss than see a guy trying to push a guy out of bounds. And he pushes him into the end. Zone. Yeah. I mean, in the, in the, the push, was a bit non-committal too. Like you have to have intent. Tackling is intent. If you intend to take the guy down, if you go to a guy and have a chance. Now there's going to be some instances where, you know, just like Carter Coughlin was caught in space and he couldn't do anything. And that's Ooh. fine. They put him in bear traps and he could, that's, but that's not who he is. Right. But when you've got shots, like your backside linebackers who can run down the line of scrimmage, 
you got to take them shots. You that because that helps the front side of your defense. If you've got a chance to prevent a touchdown, and the fact that you had to run over there as fast as you could, only to allow the guy to just you know, or, or to assist him, it's kind of counterproductive. Like you might as well not even run towards the ball carrier if that's all you're going to give him. You know, it, it, it's you've got you've got to have a sense of pride, and you're you have to have some intent. You have a sense of purpose. Your intent. If there's not going to be a perfect call when you can't beat the guy in front of you, there's only so much you can do. Um, Patrick Graham get somebody free at the line of scrimmage every other play that guy misses the tackle and it's it's running all downhill so you know can they do some things better i don't even know if patrick knows right now until they can play better um you can't but see th- that's the path of victory there's a path to victory if you're willing to do the things necessary so if you have a chance to cause a few negative plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, early in the game, you get a turnover, almost get a second one. There were a few times where the Giants had some turnover opportunities, interception Mm -hmm. opportunities. So you get them off schedule, and now you can kind of play on your terms. I talked about that before the game last week uh, or going into this game. And the Giants got it on their terms. The, the right. Giants in the second quarter finally, the, as bad as they played, and with Saquon being hurt and everything else, they eventually got the game to kind of on their terms. Yeah. 10-10 yeah. in the second quarter with 250 to go. Yeah, and there was no prospect of the way the Giants were playing at that point of Dallas just coming and blowing them out, which you, which you were looking at, but it ended up being that way because the Giants were not willing to follow the path there was a path for them they weren't committed to it they didn't have the intention that was needed um to do this and then here's the other thing too first and and i'm gonna i'm gonna go on record and say trayvon diggs is one hell of a cornerback but for as great as he was right there was one man that gave him fits that rabbit had the gun and he gave it back to the hunter when he threw a punch. Kadarius Tony could probably had 225 yards receiving. They had no answers for him. No. Um, they put digs on him. He twisted digs up on one route. The next time digs was off. So it was pitch and catch. He was the guy that they didn't have an answer for. And they were going to, they were going to have to do something different in order to stop him because everything he wanted to do, he did it against their best player and the guys that weren't their best player. So when you start to see that and you start to feel, and this is, this is a young man and look, I'm guilty of fighting in games too. I ain't never been thrown out of one, but I've thrown some punches well, the rules uh, and gotten penalties. Too. Yeah. The, the rules are different now too. Yeah. I probably would have been thrown out of today's game, but the, here's the thing with you, when you realize what you have, the game can be so much fun because oh, there's my guy, Max. Max, say hi to car. Dallas Max. <laughs> say hi. No, you don't want to say hi. 
Um, but like, that's the guy in the schoolyard. What's up, Max? He's playing peekaboo now. <laughs> He's all scared to talk. Um, but th- that's the guy. Bob in the schoolyard that you spend all day chasing and he's having fun making you miss. Not once does it get that serious for him, even when he knows he's ticking everybody else off. Um, when he ticks everybody else off, he's just laughing because he you know the more he does, the worse it gets for them. And that's what Tony has to be for this team. I there are no le- answers for him. I think he learned though. I, I, I listen. He made a mistake. You know, it's like when a pitcher punches a dugout wall. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been going on in baseball forever. It's like, wait a second. How dumb can you be? You make a living throwing the ball yeah. with your hand. You make a living catching the ball. What are you doing punching a helmet? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, he he went on social media. He apologized. He talked with the coach about it. Look, should there have been a penalty on the Cowboys first for the way he got body slammed? Yeah. Yeah. Officials let this game get out of hand. I mean, we're listen, he's piled up. He's moving. Forward progress is stopped. Blow the whistle. Guys, get in there and make sure it doesn't get to this level. Yeah. So, but but at the end of the day, he makes a mistake by throwing a punch. Can't do that. Okay. Yep. But this guy, it's all it's it's almost by accident or by you know by need in the fact with Shepard and Slayton haven't been hurt. He is by far their most difficult matchup for any team. And what he put on tape the other day, I don't care how good whoever they're playing next is. Nobody wants gonna... to see that. No. no. Nobody wants to see because it, it, if you're pressing him and you miss, he's gone. If you're playing off and he double moves you, you're going to end up guessing wrong. And then all the other things he can do, throw the, throw the ball, run. Look how he's like – there are so many teams that when the Wildcat was in vogue, right, everybody thought they could do it. Only few teams that could really pull it off because they had the guy with the patience and the vision to do it. They did it with him, dude. It looked so comfortable. Like, it was – like it looked like it was piling up, and you can see, like, the teams that are not accustomed to running it, the running back plows into the line or he sees a little something. This guy just kind of casually wove his way through there. It's – um. I mean, it's it's something. He's going to have an impact uh, on defenses for a long time, and you know his numbers pile up because he's a he's a he's a they, they call it in in um, basketball a bu- a walking bucket. He's he's a walking you know touchdown. Literally, he gets it wherever he gets it. You can tack on another. Uh, he's a walking yak. Let's call him that because he's he's a yards after catch that's just automatic. The other thing that uh, from a football IQ standpoint, uh, I give him a lot of credit because he had a chance to throw the ball. And what he didn't do was because a lot of times when they run those plays where a wide receiver or a running back that's designed for them to throw the ball, um, they get so excited. This is my one chance. This is my one chance. And they'll just throw it. Yeah. He saw the coverage and the Cowboys weren't fooled and he didn't force it. You know, he, yep. he actually used real good discretion. Um, you know, when they get Galladay back, and I think Shep will be back this week. I, I don't know about Slayton, but I think Shepard will be back. Because just watching him, you know, moving around at practice, you know, in the 
away from the team and, and him running routes before the game. I think he looks he looks like he's pretty close. But I want to go back to the other side of the ball here, Carl, because th- this is to me the real big problem is their best players are not playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, C.D. Lamb blows right by Bradbury um, for that 49-yard touchdown. I don't know if Bradbury was supposed to jam him or not, but he didn't. Um, you know, Bradbury drops an interception at the end of the first half. Like, again, their margin of error is so small because they're not that good. Yep. So now you get the game tied at 10. Your quarterback's knocked woozy. Everybody that's on the team before they've announced it publicly knows there's no way Daniel Jones is coming back. Right. You know, Saquon's not coming back because everybody on the team got to look at that ankle. Mm -hmm. So now you're like all hands on deck. Glennon's coming in. He's functioning okay for a backup quarterback. Yeah. Booker's doing what he needs to do. You get the ball in the end zone after Jones gets hurt. It's 10-10. You get the ball to start the third, and here we go again. End of a half. End of a game. Zip, zip, zip. Now, again, this is like the second or third time where although they're giving up yards and giving up field position, there was a play to be made during this drive. Bradbury didn't make it this time. Against the Falcons, Dory Jackson didn't make it right. in the end zone. You're paying these guys a shitload of money. They got to be making these. If your best no, players, it, that's that's as blunt as you can be about it. Um, because again, I think the adjustment that Patrick Graham has has made is that if that ball's on the other side of fifty, I'm not going in man or pressure until. I have to keep them out of the end zone. And I don't know, did they score? That touchdown they scored before the half came outside the 20-yard line, right? Uh, or just inside? Yeah, it was the 24. I think it was, yeah. yeah, it was like the 24. Right. So he's keeping them out. And, you know, Bradbury's got to make that play. Uh, the 49-yarder, C.D. Lamb, was a nine-route, I believe. I don't know what the technique should have been, but if people keep saying Julian Love, Julian Love could have done some things differently on a few other plays, but on that particular play, if James Bradbury is inside, you're asking the safety to do something that is damn near impossible. Yeah, like Ed Reed could have been there. If you corners on the inside, you're asking your safety to come all the way to the outside and play a sideline, this is dumb. It doesn't work. That doesn't happen. And even the worst defensive coordinators don't don't put that responsibility on safety. So uh, if Bradbury's playing inside technique, he's got to be able to break on the nine. If he was supposed to play outside and push everything in, then you could see if if um, Julian Love was supposed to be there, but he had no shot. I mean, he had a good break on it. He covered ground, but he had no shot on that. Yeah, I mean, Ed Reed is my, one of the few guys that might have gotten there. Um, yeah. but he's a all world safety. No, no disrespect to Julian love. And then, you know, up front too, right? I mean, um, Leonard Williams, where are you? Dexter Lawrence, where are you? Don't want to hear, you know, I don't want to hear about the double teams. I know that I know with Dalvin gone, that's, that's yesterday's news. Yep. But with the, the great players, doesn't matter if they're double. Guess what? The Giants are going to double team Aaron Donald this coming week. Yeah. And Aaron Donald's going to make plays in the game. Like you sign the big, you know, you got the big deal. 
you earned it yep. last year with the way you played, but you've got to take this game by the onions and you've got to impose your will on it. It just looks like a lot of guys are just following. Yeah. Following. So let me, let me do this, Bob. Cause I never, I never equate the performance and what he's been paid. He's, he's been paid what the team is willing to pay him. Exactly. My, my thing is go out and be the player that you're supposed to be not that you pay if they paid you twenty dollars and you're a billion dollar player go play like a billion dollars don't play down you're too talented dexter too talented not to be impacting these games and and then it's also like i said i'm holding these outside linebackers feet to the fire too because when they have free runs down the line of scrimmage and you can't go in there and put something on a running back to make the other team account for you. Like this is two weeks in a row. These guys go down there, they make a tackle, but they need to, they need to make an impact hit because they got a free run. It's a sprint. And as soon as you do that, then you also are helping um, Leo and you're helping uh, Dexter Lawrence. Because at some point, they're going to have to pull somebody. They're not going to let somebody keep running the backside, uh, making tackles without accounting for them. So if you can be accounted for because you made a big play or because you caused a fumble running down the line of scrimmage, then they're going to have to pull a guard off of somebody and turn him back. And that's where maybe Leo or Dex can do their thing. But by the same token, guys that are at the point of attack and they get to the running back, you got to get them on the ground. It's just, it's, it's that simple. You've got to play with purpose and you've got to have intent. Every time you go to make a tackle, you've got to have intent. Every time you have an opportunity for a turnover, um, your best players must be their best all the time. And you're going to get beat every once in a while. That happens. But you can't be just another guy. You're not, you weren't the top free agent interior lineman being another guy. You've got to have, you've got to have some impact on the game. It's so, just that simple. Well, so if you're, if you're Joe judge slash Patrick Graham, I'm just looking at the, from the defensive side of the ball, because I think my biggest concerns about this team are the defense, which I never thought it would be. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what's going to happen with Daniel Jones this week. We know Saquon's going to be out for a while. Tony nicked up his ankle. They're, I mean, uh, the amount of offensive line combinations has been ridiculous. But again, they did okay last week in the sense that Jones got flushed out. He knew where his pressure was coming. He rolled. They had design rollouts for him yeah. so that he wasn't taking kill shots. And at the end of the day, as the game wore on, you know, the protection wasn't, you know, it wasn't brutal, the pass protection. No, look, I mean, they, they, they are a resourceful, they're a scrappy group. Um, they've gone against some front, some very active and very skilled fronts. They will be able to hold their own. I did not hear Micah Parsons' name as a pass rusher, right? I'm sure he got some pressures and some hits on the quarterback. He did not impact the game in terms of sacking the quarterback. Now, Daniel was on the ground. Ball was out of his hands. Um, but this should be your defensive line because it's the strength of your team, the healthiest part of your team, too. 
So what do you say? Like what? I, I mean, we don't we ask talk- me what I would say, because it would be not suitable for, even for this podcast. But, can, can you, you know, in short, get off your ass and let's go like you're counted on. You know, being blocked is not acceptable. There's too many games left for you guys to be this fucking bad. Like you got you've got to have more consistent effort. And I know that look, talent levels, they vary from Blake Martinez to his backup, right? But if your backup is standing in the hole to make a tackle, then make the tackle. Because obviously you're good enough to get to where you need to go. Now you got to have intent. You got to have purpose. Um, Same thing with guys. Like I said, these guys that got these free runs down the line of scrimmage, make those count. Make a team account for you so that you can help the other guys getting double teamed. That's what you can do. And, 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 you know, I don't want to go back to like quote Belichick here, but how about, do your job. Like how many times during the game the other day, did you notice players that were like running themselves at a place on defense? Guessing they were guessing, guessing. Yeah. There was one time where you, I know on the radio where you, where you, you, you called out and not in a bad way, just as a, as an analyst uh, analyzing the play, Um, you know, like Logan Ryan and like had, there was a play in the, and he had it. He had it and he saw it and he didn't trust it. Yeah. Now there's there's losing and and getting getting your butt whipped as a unit. Does that get you out of your mindset to not trust what you're seeing? As a unit part, the as a unit part is what gets you because then everybody starts doing their own thing. Like I don't know who their sideline coaches are. But the one thing you in, in that sideline coach, I don't mean necessarily on the staff, but that player also that gets over everybody over and said, listen, let's play the technique. We can minimize what's happening, but let's play the technique and commit to it. Let's do everything we need to do within our responsibility. Get guys refocused like that, not just send them back out there to call this call and everybody trying to make a play. Don't try to make a play, just make the play that's there for you to make. Yeah. On our TV show this week um, on the Joe judge report, like he talks about the fourth and one interception by Lorenzo Carter. And it was like he and Logan Ryan understood the situation in these fourth downs and stuff. Prescott's getting the ball out quick Mm -hmm. and they did their job. Like he was the way he diagrams it is, you know, in this situation, because the back was outside the tackle. No, it's not going to be a run. It's probably a quick pass in the flat. So don't bother getting engaging with Tyron Smith, the left tackle, because you're going to get caught up in the wash. Right. Here's where it's going. Take Crowder was scraping over Logan Ryan. And then Zoe stuck up his big arm and, and, and made a heck of a play. But that trusted. They trusted what they were seeing and what they were coached and what they're, all the film work that they did, guess what? No one ran helter skelter. They did what they were supposed to do. And guess what happened? Yeah. That's what normally more often that, that normally that's exactly what happens when you do what you're supposed to do. But here's the other thing too, that this team needs to know. There's a lot of games left and you better put some respect on your name. You better put some respect on your giant's name and the name on the back of your Jersey. 
Because if you allow yourself to get dragged or drug every game for the rest of the season, it's it's not it's not good for you. It's not good for your career, um, and you're better than that. So put some respect on the net. Your biggest enemy right now is within. There has been a path to victory in every one of these losses, with the exception of Denver. Now figure it out. And most of it is the effort and the intent that you have when you go out on the field and understanding your impact. When you do something wrong, it impacts four or five other guys on the defense. When you do something right, it looks great, like a fourth and one interception, right? Uh, or a run through and a tackle for a loss because you went through the line of scrimmage with purpose and with the intent of getting the guy on the ground, right? Or Leonard Williams whoops his guy, makes a tackle for loss. Well, that's one in a row. Go do it again and again and again. Be the impact player. Make people fear you because you are that good. Double teams don't necessarily have to work. I've seen it in the league every week. You know, I see in the league every week. They don't necessarily have to work unless you allow them to work. Sometimes you got to be better than the two guys that's, that's block you. That's what great players do. Um, defensive backs, you better get your swagger back. You two, you two top corners, skill-wise, need to get it going. You know, it's that simple. Um, I, I just, I don't, I mean, it's... It's too much football left to be this bad. That's all I can tell you. Um, and I think your fans deserve better. As players, you deserve better. But you deserve to be playing better. Um, and you've got to put forth that effort, man. It's it's um, it's bad. Like, you can't be this bad of a tackling team. Not with the players yeah. you have. No. This is awful. And it's not – listen, Ezekiel uh, Elliott – and Alvin Kamara, not the same player. Or um, who was the guy from, from, from Denver? Not the same player as those two. And, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Um, so you're going to see a different back every week. The only difference is you guys are missing tackles on all of them. And they're tackles for loss. They're tackles at the line of scrimmage. So you can't sit there and say, well, you know, the backs that we're facing have all been great. No, they've been great against you. Yeah, they, didn't, they couldn't even tackle Taysom Hill. Yeah. A quarterback. So it's Flash time for you to have a little, a little bit more pride in what you do. Um, like I said, it's, it's not okay to accept being double teamed. When you got, listen, if Dexter Lawrence and Leo, if they're both getting double teamed, then there got to be two linebackers free. <laughs> exactly. You can't I can tell you that right now. And my guess is they're not, they're picking one of the two of them to double team. Somebody's got to make a play. Do these two big guys, and I know, well, you can say, well, the scheme was this, the scheme was that. One of y'all got to be better than what they're scheming. Because you're good and you're supposed to be, you're talented. Um, and like I said, everybody has a plan every week, but you see players defeat their plan. And that's what these, the best players have to do that. There's Max. 
All right, Max, Carl wants to say hello. Just say what's up, Max. Carl's talking to you. Just say, hey, Banksy. What's up, Max? Tennis Max, swimming Max. You like Max's jersey collection? Yeah, it's really nice. I see that. Well, look at And he's got Keenan Allen. Now, we don't want this other one to have a big one. If you see in the corner, that's Cooper Cup. Yeah. And then he's got a Kittle jersey. He's got an Army. He's got a Devontae Adams jersey, too. Nice. He's going to hang them all up. All right. Saquon, give me five. All right. All right, Carl. I, listen, later in the week, we're going to have uh, we're going to have a member of the New York Giants join us to kind of get ready for the Rams game. I, I think you I think we've kind of covered it all here. I, I you know, I want to say for the fans, keep the faith. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's too much football left. And I will say to the fans, you deserve better. And I think. You know, demanding more from your team is not asking too much, especially talent-wise, which you have. Um, because around the league, teams are figuring out we keep players out. You're not the only team in the league Heck yeah. that has players out. So they're figuring – look, Baltimore walked into a game, lost everybody in the running back room. And their best corner. In their best corner two days before the game. Pull it out, right? Because there's a path to victory. Um, routine field goal last night. You know what? Calais Campbell says, you know what? I think I'm going to split these two dudes and block this field goal and save, save the game for my, my team, right? Your best players have to rise above circumstances. Yeah, I was like, I was doing this podcast for the Giants today because it's it was with Coach Coughlin, Coach Perry Fuel, um, Coach Gilbride, and Coach Quinn. It's going to air on the Giant Media platforms, but the ten year anniversary. And you think about that game that they won in Dallas in two thousand eleven, not the regular season finale, the one that they're basically going to be eliminated if they don't win the game against the Cowboys. In mm-hmm. you know they score all those points late, defense gets stops, Eli's on fire. They're scoring points in bunches. Dallas is driving it down the field. JPP blocking a kick. Yeah. Like, so, uh, uh, so like you, you gotta, everyone knew that JPP was their best special teams player that year right. and the year before. Right. Dallas knew it. They knew he, but he still made the play. Yeah. They knew it, they, but they, he made the play. Now here's another case where the guy you don't expect much from you got, you got Tuck, you got Kiwi, you got Osi, and then you got another guy, right? And that other guy is, oh, he's the white, nondescript defensive end. All he does is make plays every game because you know what he says? He says, if they're going to give all this attention to Tuck and our big guys inside and Osi, I know I'm going to have an opportunity. And when I get my opportunity, I'm going to come up with a big play. And every week, there was there was a big play by the guy you don't think of. Yeah, Dave Tolleson, who couldn't even stick with what the Raiders, you know, and the Giants right. picked him up off the scrap heap. And right. Chase Blackburn, who they was teaching elementary school. I was calling Chase Blackburn dead legs because he didn't move a lot. He got tired, but he when he got where he needed to be, that's the other guy. And I'm not. I'm uh, Dave and, and 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 Chase. I'm not. Um, 
dissing you by not saying your name. But what I'm, what I, the point I'm trying to make is the guys nobody think of. Because when you go down the roster and you think about the big names, right? Everybody knows that. But then there's these two guys or this one guy. is Dave Thompson. And I just say the guy because it could be anybody who accepted the responsibility. Dave accepted responsibility of I'm going to be an impact player because I know they're going to have so many resources dedicated to these other guys. I'm going to get an opportunity to impact this game. I'm going to cause a fumble. I'm going to now all of a sudden the offensive line have got to count for this guy. Now, now your best players are now even better. So that that's my message to, um, Ojolari, Carter, Zeminis. Be that other guy when they ain't counting on you to be that other guy. Because once they have to account for you, then you just made two or three other guys better. And that is a perfect way to end it. So later in the week, we're going to have a current player on, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we're firming that up. We'll preview the Rams game. And uh, Carl, as we always say, tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You've been watching Bob Pop and Carl Banks. Carl Banks and Bob Papa believe in Giants. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.